Welcome to our post-show podcast of Black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm your co-host, Jamar Nelson. And I'm your other co-host, Priya Samsonar. Welcome to the post-show podcast, Priya. Welcome to the post-show podcast. It's like storming and something going on out there, right? Amen to that. You know what? I have, like, totally fell in love with our outro music. Is that what I call this, Stan? Is it the outro? Yeah, and intro music for the post-show podcast. And intro for the... There you go. Thank you. See, that's why he's makes all the big bucks and is our our trusty producer yeah i like it's this. a non-partisan bumper that's it is. <laughs> it, really is. it really is and everybody that comes on the show they go to dance and we had amy coke in here getting down to oh that's is that eddie murphy's party all the time I, wait a minute I, can we say his name i wouldn't see why not okay you know i don't want to pay nobody <laughs> so so technically it's it's, it's is it because of the radio station we don't owe them any rights that we can use that or something? Uh, well, there's BMI rights, I know, with uh, licensing of music, but I don't know necessarily about just people in general mentioning People's their names. People's names, unless like, they specifically how much money, go out. How, otherwise, how much many more millions would Trump be worth? Oh, as much true, as right? he's mentioned on this radio station. Yeah, oh, yes. <laughs> we would make him a millionaire alone, another millionaire yeah, alone, exactly. right? You'd make him another million alone. I know, right? Yes, no <laughs> doubt, no doubt. So, like, if we were national, we couldn't use that theme song, though, right? I think you still could, yeah. Think you, still well, you could. probably could. Really? Yeah. Because when I listen to, like, you know, when I see the shows on MSNBC and all those other... I, you know, they make up their theme songs. I don't hear them using, you know, anyone's. That's because they're like filthy, stinking rich. Uh, I guess so, right? And they got an, uh, a band or someone, some time for somebody to make them a theme song, right? Yeah. I can bring my saxophone in sometime. Yeah, you, mean... <laughs> you should. <laughs> you make sure you bring your glasses and your dark jacket. Be like Bill Clinton. <laughs> yeah, you know. I could do it. Yeah, for real. Well, right now, let's get to our picks right away. Yes, yes, yes. Let's get to our picks right away. All right, so we've got. Vikings, Packers. Um, Vikings. I'm going Packers. I think the Packers, uh, I think the defense is horrible, but I do think that I the fact that Tay Diggs, I can't stand him either. Did I tell you the way he treated my daughter last year? <gasps> what? Your daughter, you allowed your daughter to like be in the presence of Aaron Rodgers? No, he was at the Mall of America. It was game one. Remember last year when the Vikings played him game one, and we were at the Mall of America, and we were walking downstairs, and um, we walked past some department store, and he was standing there, him and I think Jordy Nelson or somebody else was standing there. I'm like, Hmm. Oh, that's Aaron Rodgers. Well, you know, it's a football, you know, football, so I want to meet him, you know. So I told my daughter, my daughter's like, oh, I want to get his autograph. So I said, hey, Al Rodgers, uh, my daughter wants to get your autograph. And no one can see because we, we need that camera in here. <laughs> he he looked at us and just shook his head like, no. I'm like, what a butthole. <laughs> of course I don't want to, you know, okay. I couldn't believe that. And it seriously wasn't me, the one of those, I don't want your autograph. My daughter did. Aaron Rodgers doesn't even get along with his own family, and the man doesn't eat cheese, and he's from Wisconsin. And he lives in Wisconsin. And he lives in Wisconsin. I, I for sure thought, like, Culver's would be leading, like, the dairy farm, <laughs> like, the dairy farm, like, uh, torch torch fest there. You know, get some, like, uh, tiki torches. Yeah, don't, be, don't bring up tiki torches. <laughs> You know, bring up, don't bring up Tiki Georges. Uh, so I thought, so he, yeah, so I don't like him either. But I do think that the, I think the, the Packers are going to be a little too much for the uh, Vikings defense. I just, I can't stand Aaron Rodgers. It's, uh, and I can't stand Jordy Nelson either because there was the one playoff game and Christian Ponder was the quarterback at the time. That explains a lot. Hey, I think Christian Ponder would have been okay if we had a better O-line. No. But that's a whole other conversation for another time that we definitely don't have enough time for. This is true. But Jordy Nelson, 
he so the coach for uh Green Bay McCarthy threw the challenge flag. Uh, Jordy Nelson picked up that flag and shoved it down the front of his pants. Yes, he saved him though. He saved him. Uh, um, I remember that game. He saved him. He saved the coach a penalty. I don't care. That's cheating and that's wrong. He saved and the coach a penalty. I don't care. I don't care. I remember that. Yes. I, I don't care. I liked it that he saved the coach a penalty. I, hey, I ain't mad. You know, that's as, that's just as bad as Jay Cutler pretending he got hurt in like one of these like really big games. I don't remember which one it is. My boss NFC when I worked in retail told me all about NFC it. NFC Championship. Hurt his knee. And then they saw him jogging up and down the stairs. No. Um, and he was riding the those little, I don't know, elliptical bikes or whatever. No, they saw him jogging up and down the stairs of the stadium. You know, like where the fans sit in the bleachers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They saw him jogging up and down the stairs later. He's horrible. That's why Colin, what a cry, Ka- that's why Colin Kaepernick should have his job. Cowboys uh, are off this week, so uh, we'll pick your Patriots game. Yes, my Patriots are playing the Jets. There's no competition there. Although the Patriots, your defense is horrible. Your defense is wretched, and I think that's going to be a bigger game, a better game than you think. I still take Tom Brady. Tom Brady all the way. No doubt. All right, Colts Titans playing Monday Night Football. Uh, I'm going to go with the Colts. I got to go with the Colts too. I just don't have faith in the Titans to do anything. Well, Mariota, I think is supposed to play, but I think I mean he's coming back off an injury. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think isn't Matt Castle their backup quarterback? So they're praying that Mariota comes <laughs> back because of having Matt Castle there. But I still pick the Colts. And then Thursday night football, we've got Chiefs Raiders. Who do you yeah, got? That's going to be a great game, and uh, I think the Chiefs stay undefeated. I think the Chiefs stay undefeated. I got to go with the Raiders. No, they're not the same Raiders. They're not running the ball at all. I don't know. I just I I could see it where the Raiders just have a fluke win. Well, they could, I, and then they're right. Was no doubt about yeah. that. No doubt about that. Priya, I I I do want to um get back to real quick to the Jamel Hill thing, um because I think that it's not enough. T- um, I don't think there's enough celebrities or or athletes that put their money where their mouth is, mm-hmm. and I and I salute her for doing just that. Knowing that she has um, a platform, a forum to um, speak her opinions, say her, her her thoughts, and she does. She knew that she probably was risking suspension or, or termination, yet she decided to speak out against the the cowardice, uh, the things that Jerry Jones said. And again, you know how I feel about Jerry Jones. I know how I feel about the Cowboys. I am a cowboy. You're wearing a Cowboys hat right now, and what? you're about to go see them playing uh, Dallas in a couple of weeks. In two weeks, that's right. That's right. That, thank you. That's right. And uh, I, I still think that I call I called him a bigot. I thought it was a bigoted statement. Uh, and I, maybe I won't go that far because I know that he isn't. But I think that um, he acted like a slave, a plantation owner, when you said uh, anybody that kneels will be fired. I think that that's talk of a plantation owner, not talk of an owner. I know most owners are, not most, but a but lot I, of them are uncomfortable with that. I would agree with your statement there if he was just talking about black players. No, 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 no. I don't think that you have to sing a lot just black players. No, no, no. And and I'm not, and, and that's why I never said that. No, no, no. I mean, when no, you say players. No, I mean players, with the idea of, like, the specific. When like, I said it was a bigot. No. What? Associating it with like plantation owner specifically, but I'm saying, I mean, because that does that have racist an, connotation, bigoted racist. Well, most of the team is black, though, Priya. I mean, like, we got to keep it real. Most of the team is black. Seventy percent of the NFL. Seventy-five percent of the 
so again, if those if those 75% of players still, if practice rolling, a work stoppage, how much do you think these owners would be publicly coming out saying things that Jerry Jones said? I think that they should practice what they preach. They should put their money where their mouth is, like Colin Kaepernick, and show some work stoppage. Now, Maurice, uh, I can't think of his last name, the, the, the president of the uh, Players Association, mm-hmm. um, said that in 2020, when it's time for a collective bargain agreement to be done again, that he would, uh, that he foreseen um, work stoppages. But I think that it's a little too late for that, homie. It's a little too late for that. You agreed on that players should get suspended um, for even being accused of uh, rape or any type of allegations. But here's the thing. Yeah, the NFL, they get to go on strike. Who suffers? Not the players. We do. Well, I mean, I don't... I think most of America wouldn't care. I mean, you're starting what? to see, you know, the NFL ratings, they're kind of going down a bit. They're not as watched as they once were. And, I mean, you've seen several uh, big-name commentators, Stephen A. Smith from ESPN, um, and I'm trying to think of a couple, and I'm blinking at the moment, unfortunately. But they even came out and said, you know what? Maybe these players didn't make the kneeling at the national anthem of what it what it wasn't what they thought it was but Trump won the argument no how do you think Trump won the argument that's what Stephen A Smith uh, said who cares what Stephen A Smith says there's a lot of other people coming out and saying I the exact same say thing that. I ain't heard anyone I mean and again Stephen isn't speaking gospel because he's wrong these these people are ma- Colin Kaepernick didn't originally, it but wasn't going, about the flag. And it has nothing to do with the flag. It's Republicans and those who dislike... But it's what the national anthem and what the flag symbolizes. Freedom of speech, right? But a lot of... Wait, oh no, yes or no? Yes. That's so one if aspect he, of it. Wait a minute. Is, is that one of the things that the flag represents or not? I said one aspect. That's not saying that it isn't an aspect. Uh, isn't part of it, but there are other things the flag and the national anthem are associated with. Oftentimes, especially in times of war, the flag and the national anthem have been used as symbols of patriotism and allegiance to the country. But Colin Kaepernick was not disrespecting the flag. He was trying to bring enlightenment to uh, uh, police brutalities in this country. Everyone else, a lot of people took and ran with the two. But the but, fact and I is... Think the reason why a lot... And, Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but I think a lot of re- a lot of the reason why a lot of people felt that Colin Kaepernick was disrespecting the flag is because and disrespecting the country and the military is because of how he's handled the situation. You know, wearing the pigs, uh, policemen socks, etc. I mean, I just. I think he could have handled it better. Well, how? But you know what? And I think Trump could have handled it better. He definitely should. I mean, he is the leader of the free world. So that's who you put the onus on. Not a guy that's making millions of dollars, but a guy that's supposed to represent 50 states. But the thing about it is, how does how did he handle it wrong? A lot of black folks feel that cops are pigs, that the, 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 the mistreatment of us. Isn't uh, brought to the forefront. But not all this cops isn't looked are at. Bad. It, they're not. But the fact that he wore. Not all black people are bad, but a lot of them, a lot of unarmed black folks get killed. So, so that cuts both ways. Should he have worn the socks? Maybe not. I, I, I don't know if I would have. But I'm just saying, I, what was wrong with that's just that's how he feels, and he has the right to express that. 
why aren't we mad at the things Trump says? You know, and it goes back to this ideology. And, you know, you say that we hold people in public office and we hold people who are public figures to a higher standard. We should. This is, you know, something that you said over and over again. You know, whether it's Jamel Hill, you know, whether it's Colin Kaepernick, whether it's Trump, you know, we hold these people to a higher standard because our kids look up to them. We look up to them. You know, these people, these are people that are essentially living the American dream that, you know, my parents came to this country for, For you know, saying that, you know, we want the to be successful we want to and you know what colin kaepernick has despite the fact that he kneels for the national anthem and you know is advocating and there's nothing wrong with him advocating against police brutality i am there with him i don't think anyone should be brutalized by the police but it's the way that you carry yourself and way you handle yourself that makes all the difference i mean you look at a movement like black lives matters you've had problems with them in the past yeah um I think Black Lives Matters could have been a great organization if they handled themselves differently, if they portrayed themselves differently. They could have made such an impact in this country. And they about did. The con- and they, they did not for the right reason. So says you and people that don't like what they stand for. But I don't have people- a problem with what they stand for. I think there's a little bit of hypocrisy there. But again, well, you think because they don't recognize black and black crime. That's why. I I'm mean, saying, but that's not what they were formulated. That, that's not why they were formulated. They were formulated, for, formulated after uh, so many police killings of unarmed black men. They weren't, and they should address black on black crime. I do, you know, I do. But the fact is, that's not why they were addressed. That's not why they were brought together. So we got to talk about black on black crime, but we also got to talk about. The, 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 the atrocities that happened to black and brown men in this country. But here's the thing. At an alarming rate. When we look at the media, everything is media nowadays, right? When we look yep. at the media portrayal of Black Lives Matters, they, the portrayal is we're against black people getting, black and brown people getting shot and killed right. every single day. Right. But yet there's still a poster of a three-year-old little boy from North Minneapolis who was shot trying to go to bed. In bed. Nobody's heard about what that what happened to that little kid several years ago when he was shot. Nobody's come forward, and Black Lives Matter sure as heck wasn't there. Well, his mom is my Facebook friend, um, and uh, we should have her on the on the show. I, I think you're right. Now, listen, it's things like when you stand up for those little things that you think that are minuscule that makes your makes your message that much greater because people look at it and say you can't be. It doesn't matter what you originally started off as. I can't not look away from this because you're not being hypocritical. No, I listen. I I think that they they can they should address black and black crime. But again, I know why they were formulated. And it wasn't because of that. That doesn't mean they shouldn't address it. But we need to. But we also there are a lot of um mitigating circumstances that lead to black and black crime. Homelessness, joblessness, so those are matters that have to be addressed, too, and that's why we're having this contested uh, mayoral election in Minneapolis to find the right path. Because, you, again, you know I talk about mm-hmm. black-on-black crime, but I also want to talk about what what's the reason for black-on-black crime. It doesn't just happen because black folks live together. It's because black folks are hurting and no one's addressing it. And just to bring this around full circle, my last comments on uh, Jamel Hill. She knew exactly what she was doing. She, she knew that ESPN had warned her. So you asked me, she got what she, she knew exactly what she was doing. She got what's coming. She didn't, and she didn't deserve that. But I stand with her. I think that she has the courage to speak up for uh, black and brown people. I wish more would, more celebrities would. And I stand with her. And I will continue to support her. And shame on you, Espen. And you know what? 
Tom Hope is going to be on with us next week, so check out the podcast. Um, Thanks for joining us. This is Black Republican, Black Democrat. Find us next week on the iHeartRadio app, which you can download for free on iOS and Android. Thank you. Bye. Bye.